God's Word speaks of a spirit or a way of life that would be the spirit of the last days. The Lord Jesus said in Luke 17, 26, And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. In this study, Scott Pauley will lead us to rediscover Noah's faith in God. Though Noah lived in days of wickedness, lawlessness, violence, and immorality, his faith in God was strong. Noah courageously led his family during this time, and he was God's witness to that generation. Could it be, just like Noah of old, you and I are living in the last generation before God's judgment? Join us now for this study, as it was in the days of Noah. Have you ever heard it said that history always repeats itself? Well, there's a reason for that, because man's heart is constantly wicked. Uh, It doesn't get better. Uh, We are always bent towards the wrong thing. On the other side of that, the Lord's goodness is always consistent. Our God is just as faithful now as he has ever been. So on one hand, you have the, the evil of this world, and on the other hand, you have the goodness of our great God. Yes, history repeats itself. Uh, That is why Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived, once said that there is no new thing under the sun. That which has been is that which is today. So when you're studying Scripture and you're looking in the history of the Bible, you're looking in the mirror. Remember, the Word of God is a mirror to show us ourselves, not just to show us those people or those times. And that is why when you come to Luke chapter number 17, The Lord Jesus connects the world of Noah's day to the world of the last days. Now let that sink in just a minute because you're talking about cultures and generations that are thousands of years removed from one another and yet the Lord Jesus plainly says they are the same. Listen to Luke 17 beginning in verse number 26. And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. They did eat, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. So when you're looking at the the story of Noah in Scripture, you're looking in the mirror because you're looking at the world of the last days. You're looking at the era that we are now called to live in, on the verge of judgment, on the brink of God's wrath being revealed, we are living in the days that are much like the days of Noah. Now let's compare Scripture with Scripture as we begin this brand new study today by going back to the original story in Genesis chapter number 6 because the book of beginnings plainly details for us what the world of Noah's day looked like. Genesis chapter 6 verse number 5 says, And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth. Let's stop there just a minute. God sees everything. We see what we see on the news, and we see what we see around us, but God looks beneath even the surface of that. God sees the heart of every man and how desperately wicked it is. The verse goes on and says, And that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Doesn't that sound like our world today? Genesis chapter 6 and verse number 5. The world of Noah's day, history repeats itself, was marked by wickedness and evil imaginations. 
And the scripture is very plain to say here that the evil imaginations were continual. There was no break in it. Uh, Look, this world is not winding up, it's winding down. If you're waiting for things to get better, you're going to be very disillusioned because our world, like the world of Noah's day, is on a collision course with the judge of all the earth. Verse number 6 says, And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. History repeats itself. As surely as in the world of Noah's day there was wickedness and evil imaginations continually, just like in the world of Noah's day, today we are living on the verge of judgment. We've grieved God. Verse 7 says, And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, and the creeping thing and the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. Imagine the Lord looking down from heaven, seeing what's going on on earth, and being so grieved in his spirit uh, that he said, I, I wish I had never allowed these people to even live. I wish that I had never even given them this opportunity. God has graciously given us life. God has graciously given us the opportunity to live, but oh, how our sin must grieve the heart of a holy God. How our wickedness must grieve the, the holy character and nature of our Lord. Uh, think about the world not as you think about it, annoyed and aggravated and agitated. Think of the world as God the creator and judge must think of it, full of grief, full of sorrow. And then listen to verse number 8 of Genesis chapter 6. I love this verse, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. What a bright spot in a dark place. What a, what a beautiful picture in the midst of so much disaster. Just like in the world of Noah's day, not only is there wickedness in our world and evil imaginations and we're living on the verge of judgment and we've grieved the heart of God, but isn't it just like the Lord? God is showing grace all the way to the end. Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. He didn't earn it. You don't earn grace. But you can find it. And all grace is rooted in God himself. And then listen to verse number 9. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generations. And Noah walked with God. Did you know it's possible even in the midst of wickedness to walk with God? Did you know even surrounded by evil imaginations continually you can walk with God? Did you know in a world that has grieved the heart of God and is living on the verge of impending doom and judgment, you can walk with God? Why? Because of grace. History does repeat itself. Wickedness continues and evil imaginations continually and judgment is coming. But, oh, dear friend, God gives grace to the end, and the need today is the same need in Genesis chapter number 6. What was the great need? Somebody who knew God and somebody who would walk with God. There are two people in Scripture that, It is said that they walked with God. One is Enoch, and the other is Noah. Enoch was taken out of the world, remember, caught away, and Noah lived through the judgment. I want you to know that whether the Lord takes you out of this world by means of death or the rapture, or the Lord allows us to live for a little while longer through all the wickedness and evil around us, it is possible for you to walk with God. Yes, history repeats itself. If we return to our text in Luke chapter number 17, where we began today, let me leave you with a little application, and it is this. In the very same passage of Scripture that talks about the days of Noah, he goes on to talk about the days of Lot, as it was in the days of Noah and as it was in the days of Lot. 
so will it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Now, why connect Noah and Lot? Because they were very different men. Both of them lived on the verge of judgment, and they give us two different examples. Both of them knew God, but there was a difference. Noah was a man who was a witness for truth. Lot was silent. Noah was a preacher of righteousness, and while Lot was a righteous man, uh, the Bible says that he just kind of blended in to all that was going on in Sodom. You see, the question is not if judgment is coming. It is coming. The question is not will history repeat itself. It is repeating itself. The question is this, will we be ready? You should read Second Peter chapter number 2 because uh, Peter also, under inspiration of the Holy Spirit, connects Lot and Noah It's almost like these are the great contrasts. These are the great paths. Every one of God's people, you're either going to be a Lot or you're going to be a Noah. Which one are you going to be? Are you going to blend in to your wicked environment? Are you going to just uh, give a nod to all the evil around you and say, well, we'll just wait till it gets over, hope for the best? Or will you be Noah and do what he did and live by faith and be faithful to God all the way to the very end? You see, uh, the Bible is a mirror. It's not just a mirror on our world. It's a mirror on us. And as we're studying over the next few episodes the the life and the labors of Noah, I don't want you just to see him. I want you to see yourself. I don't want you just to see what he did in his world. I want you to see what we must do in our world. History repeats itself. And by the grace of God, let's do what Noah did and be faithful to walk with God all the way to the end. Thank you for joining us today for this study, and may each of us obey Christ's command to occupy till I come. We invite you to visit our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, and sign up for Scott's weekly email newsletter called Helping Your Joy, and we believe this resource will do just that. In it, you can read brief devotional thoughts, learn about great Christians in history, and even see Scott's upcoming itinerary. Get the Helping Your Joy newsletter straight to your inbox every Thursday when you subscribe at enjoyingthejourney.org. We look forward to studying the Bible with you next time on Enjoying the Journey.